here this afternoon in the name of Jesus. We exalt your name today. We glorify your name today. And we all say, Amen and Amen. Dale un aplauso al Señor. Give him a round of applause. You may take a seat here this afternoon in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Sister Margarita, dale un aplauso, Sister Margarita. She's stepping in today out of complete faith in the name of Jesus. There we go. She's live now. Dale un fuerte aplauso al Señor esta tarde. Give him a round of applause once again. Father, you're so good. The title for today is Subjected. The title for today is Subjected. Let's encourage your church. Give a round of applause here this afternoon so that we can deliver this word today from the Lord. Amen. The title for today's sermon is Subjected. Vamos a hablar de... It's okay. It's okay. El título del mensaje de hora. El título del mensaje de hora es... Sometido. Sometido. So we're going to have to learn how to be subjected. So vamos a tener que aprender a ser sometido. How many of us the Lord have called us to be subjects? ¿Cuántas veces los, um, el Dios los ha hablado a ser sometidos? That means that you are the subject of your life. Eso significa que tú eres el sometido de tu vida. But with man it's impossible. Con hombre es imposible. But with God it's not impossible. Pero con Dios no es imposible. And in order for us to be subjected en orden um, de los otros de ser sometible. We must be reduced. We must be reduced to dominion, reducido al dominio de otro. We ought to be able to be reduced to the dominion of another. In this case, God. En este pase de Dios. Or in this case, the Holy Spirit. En este pase del um, del Espíritu Santo. Espíritu Santo. Because the Holy Spirit, el Santo, because the Spirit of the Lord, el, el, el Espíritu de, de Dios, Dios, no los da, el Espíritu de temor, doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, power, de poder, of love, de amor, and a sound mind. De un and so we come to a place in our lives, so vinimos, um, en una parte de nuestra vida where we must be able to be subjected donde tenemos que uh, poder estar sometibles and we must be the subject of our lives y tenemos que ser el sometibles de nuestra vida being the subject of your life is difficult hacer el sujeto el sujeto de tu vida es difícil es difícil it is difficult to be the subject es difícil ser sometible. There is times where you don't feel appreciation. Hay veces que no no sientes. There is times where you don't feel like you're accomplishing what the Lord has called you to accomplish. Hay veces que no sientes. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Dale un aplauso al señor. Dale un fuerte aplauso al señor. Anima Margarita. Anima. She's going by the Holy Spirit. And so in order to be subjected, we must be reduced to the dominion of God. In other words, we must be enslaved to Christ. 
tenemos que estar este being enslaved to God being a slave of Christ we know that his yoke is easy but the yoke of the world is difficult ser esclavos de Cristo es fácil ser esclavos del mundo es difícil And the Bible talks about in order for us to be subjected, we must go to the life of Paul. En orden de, uh, en el, la Biblia dice, en orden de um, hacer sometible a Dios, tenemos que ir al, al libro de, de Paul. Because before Paul was Paul, porque antes que Paul fue Paul, Paul was Saul. Paul was, es Saul. And so Saul, y Saul, represents inquiring to God. Representa, represente a Dios. In other words, Saul representa siempre aclamando al Señor. Saul means inquiring from God. Saul wasn't necessarily a bad person, but he wasn't, he wasn't serving the Lord, but he was serving the law and so Paul had to have an encounter Saul had to have an encounter with Jesus and when he had the encounter with Jesus he became Paul which means little I don't know about you but when you encounter Jesus no sé de ti, pero cuando encuentras a Jesús, when you had an encounter with Jesus Christ cuando encuentras a you had to decrease many of us were found in that least place many of us many of us were found in the place where we didn't plan to be no queríamos estar. Maybe you still inquired of God. A lo mejor todavía estás encontrando a Dios. Ay, hablabas con Dios. Hablabas con Dios. Sabías quién Dios era. You knew who God was. Pero nunca habías llegado a tu lugar. But you never came to your place. Más poco de tu vida. Ma, um, much more than you. And in that place of Paul. En ese lado de he became little and in that place of littleness Paul became a bond servant in other words he became a bond servant as a slave of Christ willing to decrease willing to be in that place of decrease Knowing that we must decrease. Que que ser más, or he must increase. Más, más. But we must decrease. Pero que ser poco. How many of us are in that place? De los otros en el lugar that you're in that place of decrease. Que en ese lugar que es menos. I mean, you, 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 you used to be pretty bad back in the day. Maybe you were stronger. A lo mejor más you were younger. Más chiquito. 
You had more things. Tenías más cosas. Uh, you, your hope was, aspirations were huge materially. Tus cosas te, uh, um, But you've encountered the has, living Lord. Pero has encontrado el Dios vivo. And you've learned that in your place of subjection, y has encontrado que ese lado de in that place of being little God gets all the glory dale un aplauso al Señor glory to God now let's go to the book of Luke real quick because in the book of Luke chapter 26 chapter 26 Listen, there's times in your life where you're subjected to God where you don't see the light you don't see the promise you're not experiencing the fruit and Peter comes to a moment y, um, Peter viene a su you, you, know, you know Jesus loved Peter y Jesús amaba a Peter because Peter was willing to ask him You know those dumb questions? <laughs> right? In the military, they say there's no such thing as a dumb question, right? And, and Peter was always willing to ask those questions. And, and, and Peter also felt in that place of subjection. He was in a place of a subject. He was in a place where he's becoming little, where everything he's doing, he's doing unto the Lord, and he's not seeing his family prosper. He's not seeing his ministry grow. He's not seeing the things. Y Peter se sometía a veces a veces a cosas que que Dios le preguntaba pero nunca los encontraba. That he hoped he could be experiencing why because he's following Jesus. And, and the Bible starts in Luke chapter 18. We're going to start with verse 26. And the Bible says, this is when, when God is telling his disciples about all things are possible with me. Y ese es donde dice Dios, en la Biblia dice, uh, todas las cosas es posible con yo, Dios. And, and, and then Paul in verse 26, and then those who heard it said, who then can be saved? Y esos que escuchaban um, decían, ¿quién, ¿quién ahí puede estar salvado? But he said, the things in which are impossible with man are possible with God. Pero dice um, que las cosas que, que son posible, que no son posible con hombre, son posible con Dios. And then Peter said, see, we have left all to follow you. Y Peter dice, sí, hemos dejado a todos And so he said to them, this is Jesus saying to us, who are, we may be in a place of, we're subjected to God, we're enslaved to Christ, and he comes to this moment and he tells his disciples, surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house, or parents, or brothers, or wife, or children, For the sake of the kingdom of God, who shall not receive many times more in this present time and in the age to come, which is eternal life. 
I don't know about you, but I, I know that I've been in a season where I know I'm a subject of his calling. And many times as being the subject of the calling of God, you have a purpose. You have a destiny. You have an assignment. My assignment is not the same as your assignment. Your assignment is not the same as my assignment. But we're subjected not to the assignment, but we're subjected to the God who assigned the calling or the assignment. And so Jesus is telling his disciples, hey, look, listen, I know you subjected to me. I know you're following me. I know you left your family. Hey, because look, God, family. God, family. Dios. Some people will say, well, that, 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 that is so hard. That is so hard, Pastor. How can you put God before your children? Well, let me tell you something. When you put God before your children, your children are taking care of God and by God. Does that make sense? Regardless of what it looks like before me, it, it, they may look like they're sick. They may look like, the, like, like it's, this is not what you promised, God, but I'm willing to be your subject. I'm willing to decrease knowing that you will increase. And this is the place where Peter comes to Jesus and says, hey, what about us? We've been following you. We've been eating nothing but bread with no leaven. We've been sleeping on a rock as my pillow. And look at my family suffer. Look at how they're, they're suffering through finances they're suffering through ridicule. And Jesus says to them, assuredly, assuredly, Peter, if you have left your house, if you've left your wife, you've left your children for the sake of the kingdom of God. Now listen to me. The kingdom of God, not many times, is shiny and attractive. Because the Bible reminds me this. That the kingdom of God is within us. That means every soul is a kingdom of God. And if you're leaving your riches. And if you're leaving your family. And if you're putting everything second to God. Then that means you're seeking first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And the Bible promised me that all these other things shall be added. Dale un aplauso al Señor en el nombre de Cristo Jesús. You see, God chooses the little things. Ves, Dios, um, it doesn't matter how uneducated you think you are. It doesn't matter how poor you think you are. No importa que pobre pienses que estés. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. No importa lo que has hecho en tu pasado. The Bible reminds us that he La chooses El, el in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 he promises this to us in uno Corinthians, he promises that God has selected that means he has selected us he has selected you in that place where you're at right now where you feel like the least where you feel like you're the subject of God and you feel like he like, you know, you know, have you ever felt like it's not fair? Am I talking to the right people this morning? Have you ever felt like, man, this is not fair? 
You know, you're trying to do all the right things. You're trying to say all the right things. You're trying to post all the right posts. And you feel, I'm, 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 preaching, I'm preaching to the people. If you feel like it's not fair. Si te sientes que no es justo. But Jesus promises you. Pero Dios os promese. Great things, not just in the eternal life. But also in this life. But only if you're willing to submit yourself to Him. Only if you're able to follow Christ. Exercise your spiritual gifts. When you exercise your spiritual gifts, Cuando, um, you are being part of the body of Christ. Parte de la, del, del de Dios. And fulfilling the purpose of the body of Christ. Y el dido de, um, el de Dios. And that is to edify one another. And even in your situation, which it may seem little to others, Y a veces en tu, tu uh, situación que puede ser chiquito para otros. That people may think, well, what can that person teach me? Pero uh, di personas diciendo que esa persona me puede. While exercising your spiritual gifts. Exercando tu, tu. By living out your life subjected to God. Pero viviendo tu vida. Um, and in Dios. obedience to God. You will be able to fulfill your purpose with your holy, with the, with the spiritual gifts and edifying the body of God. un aplauso al Señor en el nombre de Cristo Jesús. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 1 that even though you're in a, you're in a position of submission or even though you're in a position where you feel like this is not fair, everything I've done, I've seen no promise, I don't see my promise, I don't see the light, I don't see the things before me, you're still a bondservant of God. We are all slaves of Christ. Todos somos sirvientes de Dios. We must all be willing to be subjected. Todos tenemos que ser sometible a Dios. I'd rather be reduced to the dominion of God than to be reduced from the dominion of this world. Because I know that if I'm able to be reduced by the dominion of my God, I have eternal life. But if I allow myself to be reduced, because how many of you know that the world will reduce you to pieces? But if you're willing to take your pride aside and say, Lord, here I am, I want to be submitted completely to you. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit. Give me the spiritual gifts so that I may operate in my purpose to you. So that I may be able to experience not just eternal fruit, but I also I desire to experience some fruit here on earth. And when Paul went to Rome, Rome was an interesting place because Rome was a place of strong government. Rome was a place 
uh, uh, there was strong people. Rome was a place that they could organize religion very well. And they can organize government very well. But Paul had a desire to go preach in Rome because he knew if he could preach in Rome, he can have this thing called the gospel explode in all Asia. And, the, and, and But there was, there was something about Rome because to get to Rome, you had to get past Greece. And to get to, and to, get to Spain, you had to get to Rome. And the Spaniards, they were ready. They were ready for the gospel, but Rome was intervening. And then that's when Paul in Ephesians, he wrote to the Romans, and he had this desire to go preach the gospel to the Romans. And the Romans is a picture of America. There is power, there is riches, and there is vanity. Rome was a place of vanity where they exchanged the desires of men for women and women to men to men to men and women to women. And the Bible says that, not Pastor Beto. And, and, and Paul knew that he had to reach Rome and that he had to preach the gospel. And he knew that he would be killed and he would be martyred in Rome. Let me tell you something. As little as you think you are. As little, as hopeless, as defeated as you feel, God can use you to speak the truth to a nation who is losing all godly values. And that is the United States of America. Give them a round of applause because I'm preaching to Americans here today. And in Rome, the Bible says in Rome chapter 1, Romanos capítulo 1, versículo 1, that the gospel must be exalted. Las buenas noticias deben ser exaltadas. And just like the tongue, which is a very small muscle in the body, has the power. To burn down a forest. Para, um, Your tongue has the power, the Bible says. Tu tiene poder. For life Por vida. or death. And if we're Christians who are submitted to God, we're the subjects of the story, we're willing to submit to him, we're, we're willing to endure this Christian walk, we know that we have the power to exalt the gospel. And we're able to exalt the gospel above all things, above what the media says, above what the government says, Above what the enemy says. That the gospel becomes exalted. You know, I, I know our children got sick last week. One of them was two hours away from performing CPR. And I'm telling you, it is in those places where you feel little. You feel like you got no hope. You feel like you can't do nothing. Your title ain't used for nothing. Your anointing ain't used for nothing. There is nothing that you can bring forth to God, but just say, Lord, I'm submitted to you. And we have dedicated our children and they belong to you. 
But I will use my tongue to preach life. I will use my tongue to exalt the gospel over my sickness, over my finances, over my condition, over my feelings, etc., etc., etc. Dale un aplauso al Señor. And so Paul comes to this place of Ephesians. He's writing this letter to the Romans and he says, Paul, a bondservant, a slave, bondservant, Christ, uh, Paul, a bondservant of Christ. He's a slave. He's one who is subjected. He's one who is reduced to the dominion of another. Paul was Saul. He was a general, he was a leader, he was crucified, he, he was, he was uh, chastising Christians all over Jerusalem, all over the place. But when he encountered Jesus, he became little. He decreased. And the more Paul decreased, and the more we decrease, the more Jesus is exalted. Jesus is the good news. Jesus is the reason for the season. I'll even say Jesus is the season. America will not have room in the end for Jesus to be born in them. But the grace of God and the mercy of God will put us in positions where we decrease. And it is in that place where we decrease that Christ is exalted. Dale un aplauso al Señor esta tarde. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you honor. Let's get up on our feet, church. Father, we thank you that in this season, it is a season where we decrease. Father, we've experienced a decrease in finances. Father, we've experienced a decrease in gathering. We have experienced an increase of division. We have gone through all these things, my God. All of us have. But Father, now, where we didn't have room for you because of our vanity, because of our riches, because of our popularity, because of our education, because of our time, suddenly, <laughs> we have more room for you than any time ever, Lord. Father, we are willing to be your subjects. Father, I want to be the subject. Father, we want to be the Isaacs. Father, there's, we're in a season where we may, not, we may not be like Abraham. or We may not be like Jacob. Or, and we may just be the middle child in this season that we're in. But Father, let us be willing to be sacrificed. Let our things be willing to be sacrificed. Let us be subject to you. Father, I know this Christmas has more meaning to many of us than ever before. Father, we pray. We're going to pray for our children here in a little bit. We're going to pray for the families. That this season doesn't become a season of material things. Or else you will not have room in your end for him. But let this season be a season where we're willing to be the subjects. 
we're willing to be subjected so that in our homes you will be exalted Lord Father I pray this afternoon as we open the altar Father let this be a place this afternoon where where we're willing to be the subjects of this long story of this long journey that you have for each one of us some of us are in that journey where you've experienced everything came against you this year but you have victory some of you are in a place of where you're beginning a new life in Christ and you're starting to recognize how difficult and how narrow that way is so that God will, will show you to have victory, you don't have to follow him alone. But you have brothers, but you have sisters, that you have a church, that you have leaders that instruct you, that lead you, that teach you, that help you, and that you become part of the body of Christ. And to say, Lord, I'm ready, but I don't know what gift I have. Paul said, I have a desire to give you a spiritual gift. I have a desire to see you, to teach you, so that our faith can encourage one another. This is very encouraging today, church. We're seeing the growth at FC Espanol. We had to start out with nothing. And to say, Lord, I'll be the subject. Let it crumble. Let me be like a little seed. Some of you, your lives are crumbling, 22. They crumble. Your relationships crumble. Your careers crumble. A lot of things are crumbling. This altar will represent you saying, Lord, I'm a mustard seed. I'm the least of all the seeds, but I'm willing to be planted. I want to be planted, church. I want to be planted in my church. I want to be planted. I want to grow. I want to water, and I want to give fruit to others, Lord. Let this be a time where you plant yourself in the body of Christ. Run to the altar, church. I want to pray for everybody.